Twins fall to the Orioles 9-4 tonight at Camden Yards. Let's break it down on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. Use code LOCKEDON at checkout. Again, this is Nash Walker. Been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. Been hosting this podcast for over two years. Season four at Twins Daily. Season three as host of the pod, and I'm coming to you after a Twins loss. Let's talk about Dylan Bundy tonight. Let's talk about Giovanni Moran making his season debut tonight for the Twins. Jose Miranda, more on this lineup. Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton sits. A lot to get to tonight, but first, let's start with Bundy. That's two starts in a row, and I am on the record saying after the Bundy signing and prior to the season, the leashes have to be short for those, these one-year deal guys. They have to be. You, you can't let what happened last year happen again with Jay Happ and Matt Shoemaker. I will say last year they did not have pitchers in the minors who could fill those spots. They had a lot of injuries in the upper minors. Their top pitching prospects were hurt or ineffective or at double-A, and they couldn't call those guys up. They planned to bring Josh Winder up later in the season. Then he had shoulder soreness. Yoan Duran was shut down with an elbow problem. Balazovic had a, a knee issue, I believe, at the beginning of last year. Might have been a back this year was a knee. But anyway, he was out early, so they wanted to get him time at double-A. They didn't have those reinforcements last year to uproot both J-Hap and Matt Shoemaker. And those two just destroyed the rotation. They did. They were that bad. And this is two starts in a row. Dylan Bundy has given up 15 combined runs in his last two starts. We know this stuff is not there. Like, we know he's throwing 89 with the fastball. We know he's throwing 79 with a breaking ball. What made him really solid here in the early going was he was locating very well. And tonight, as soon as things started to get a little hairy, he his his command just evaded him. He, he didn't have the command after he lost it just a little bit, gave up big-time hits, couldn't get hitters out, couldn't put guys away. And that's the problem when you don't have the stuff. You have trouble putting guys away. And that was the problem with Jay Happ. That was the problem with Matt Shoemaker on top of other things with those two. When you can't put guys away, it puts you in a tricky spot. It makes you have to be perfect. And Dylan Bundy had to be has to be perfect at times with his location because his stuff just isn't great. Like he's 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 a one-year deal, four million dollar pitcher. You get what you pay for, and he was terrific. This is two bad starts. I'm not saying this is going to destroy his season. His season's over. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying this year, those leashes need to be shorter. The Twins are 15-10. and They have at least a a three-and-a-half game lead in the American League Central. These types of starts, they're going to happen, but you can't let them happen continuously. If Dylan Bundy goes out there, Another time, I don't think they should pull him from the rotation right now. But if he goes out and does that again, and Winder's healthy, and Sonny Gray's back, and Ober's back, heck yeah, he's gone. Either to the bullpen or figure out another another spot for him. 
This team is, they're trying to win. This team, I think, can win. They've shown us that through the first 25 games. They're 15 and 10, and Bundy's been a part of that winning. But they have guys ready now in Josh Winder, in Bailey Ober, in Joe Ryan. Jordan Balazovic is back now. Matt Cantorino's on his way. Cole Sands made his debut with a good slider. They have Griffin Jacks looks good out of the bullpen. They have guys who can fill innings now and fill quality innings in the way of Josh Winder. You traded for Sonny Gray. Chris Archer's looked okay. Is He's got a sub-3 ERA. He's going to go tomorrow. Command has been iffy. He's gotten out of some tight situations. But you can't let the one-year deal guys hamper you as much as they did last year. There's a middle ground. That doesn't mean you cut at the first sign of failure because you still need arms. You need depth in a 162-game season. They're going to need Dylan Bundy in the early going to just get some quality innings. But Got to have a short leash this year. I, I just think that that's, that's not a question. Ten hard-hit balls tonight. The Twins were unlucky tonight. They had a higher expected batting average than the Orioles. They hit the ball hard. They went down 6 nothing. They scored four runs in the next half inning. Gilberto Celestino puts together a terrific plate appearance and lines right into Gary Sanchez, who's running to second base. That's out number three. It would have been a tight or 6-5 game with Luis Rise coming up. And Kyle Brad is struggling mightily, the Orioles starter. So who knows what would have happened at that point. Many were, were asking why Dylan Bundy was out there for the fifth inning or the fourth inning at that time. And I will tell you, the Bailey over injury makes the long relief situation worse. Losing over from the rotation and basically replacing him with Josh Winder, I don't expect the rotation to take a huge step back, but you've lost a little bit of that depth. You had a luxury item in Josh Winder as a long reliever. Now he's stepped into the rotation because Gray and Ober are hurt and you need him in the rotation. I'm fine with him in the rotation. You look fantastic in St. Pete, but you don't have him for long relief. So you don't have a long reliever back there. Griffin Jacks, you've now decided, or at least has thrown the last couple of days in one inning stints or two inning stints. You don't have someone back there who can make up the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh inning. You have to make up those innings. You don't want to use Yohan Duran in a game like that. It was a sticky situation. They needed Bundy to go out there and, and have a one, two, three inning and just limit the damage, give them five, giving up six runs. I mean, is that too much to ask? I guess it was. He gave up nine. And the Twins defense, I will say, with their worst performance of the season tonight. Let's talk about it after this word from Blue Nile. Blue Nile is outstanding. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenow.com. Use code locked on. Thank you for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. The defense tonight, some odd jumps. Carlos Correa's cut down throw to home, hit the lip of the grass, bounces away from Gary Sanchez, softly hit balls that 
didn't find gloves. You know, Nick Gordon tried to make a diving stop and left, couldn't get there. It wasn't their night, period. Defensively, Dylan Bundy wasn't his night, far from his night, but the Twins could have stayed in this game if they would have made a play there, made a pitch there, you know, had a hit there. They could have stayed in this game, and they didn't. Like, they let this game get away from them. When it was 6-4, felt like they were in a really good spot. The Orioles were on the ropes at that point. Even though they have a two-run lead, they're like, oh, no. They, the Twins just came back and, and slapped a four spot on the board. And they had a chance there. Bad luck. Celestino rips it into Sanchez. And then they let the game get away in the next half inning. Dylan Bundy in the defense let the game get away. Jose Miranda had a, a poor play at first. Didn't take his time. Panicked. Carlos Correa had an error. Like they, The defense just wasn't good tonight wasn't good and it was a surprise because this defense has been outstanding i also think the twins got off to a really poor start the at-bats early were bad arise gets doubled up at first on a, on a correa you know pop up and then five double plays tonight it wasn't their night trevor larnick looks pretty good though at the play had a couple of hits he looks comfortable i will say his expected statistics are a lot worse than his actual right now and maybe that changes tomorrow but as we saw last year, and I actually think I wrote a column or at least recorded a podcast, Larnick had the great start and then was bad and then was solid again for a short stretch. And I said, no, 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 no. His ground balls are finding holes. He's hitting the ball lightly and he's, he's getting lucky. And ultimately, he was sent back down because that was true. And his expected statistics were worse. But when you watch him take his at-bats, he looks much more comfortable. He looks like he is dialed in in every at-bat. And I think that's a great thing to see. Hit cleanup tonight for Baldelli. Kepler sick. Buxton was out. The lineup, when the lineup came out, and this is game three of a series, you have Bundy on the mound who just gave up six in St. Pete to the Rays. A, a starter in Cal Bradish who looked very good early on. It didn't feel like a game the Twins were going to win. What makes this team different, or hopefully what makes this team different this year, is not nights like tonight. Do I think they could have stayed in it? Absolutely. I think they they missed opportunities to make plays, get a hit, or make a pitch. They missed those opportunities. They gave up nine runs tonight and scored four with some bad luck. They could have had they could have stayed in that game. But what's defined this team so far is they have a bad loss in the opener against the Rays. They bounce back for two blowout wins and they win the series. You know, they have a, a loss in Kansas City. Offense is terrible. Joe Ryan comes back the next day and shuts out the Royals and the Twins win one nothing. How do they come back the next day? Because if you come back tomorrow and you beat the Orioles tomorrow, three out of four was the goal. It's just about the goal in these series. It sucks to leave things on the table. You don't want to leave outs, runs on the table when you feel like you could sweep a series. But credit to the Orioles. They've come in with good plans, I think, all three games. The Twins have won two out of three. But they came up with another good plan against Bundy. They hit him hard. They know Dylan Bundy. He returned to Camden. They took advantage of his mistakes. They took advantage of the Twins' mistakes. And this is a big league club. As bad as the Orioles are, they play in the American League East. They play tough teams all year. And sometimes they win. They're going to win 50 games this year. I hope they win 50 games for Orioles fans' sake. But they're going to win. They're going to win games this year. They're going to win a lot of games this year. This is baseball. How do the Twins come back tomorrow, though? How do they come back tomorrow night with Buxton back in the lineup? And I think Justin Morneau said it very, very well. There's never a good night for Buxton to rest. He's such a good player. Joe Ryan said on MLB Network today that Buxton's the best, the greatest baseball player he's ever seen. Quote, the greatest baseball player Joe Ryan has ever seen. 
he, he was like speechless talking about Byron Buxton. And we all are. And when he's not in the lineup, you can feel it. You can feel it. The Twins have gotten it done without him when he sits, though. I want to see their record when he sits. I think they're, they've won every game that he's taken a night off. He went on the injury – or didn't go on the injury list, was, was banged up with the knee, and they weathered the storm without him. But I want to see Byron Buxton back in the lineup, at the top of the lineup. Hopefully Kepler's feeling better tomorrow, and they can come back out against another righty tomorrow on Spencer Watkins and, and take control of this game early. Chris Archer's starting. Give Arch some run support. Don't make him feel like he needs to be perfect. Bundy feels like he needs to be perfect. But Archer's stuff is so much better. He can get away with things, get away with missing his locations and not having his best command. Bundy just can't, and we know that now. Got to have a short leash on him, as I said. Carlos Correa had a yabo tonight. He's been red hot at the plate. What does it mean for the Twins? And what do I foresee for this offense moving forward with Miguel Sano on the injured list? Let's get to that after this word from Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags and your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you're fueled for summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they are delicious and healthy. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at Built.com. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I wrote an article that's coming out about the Twins vibe, and that was before tonight. Of course, they get blasted tonight. I wrote an article about their vibe with Carlos Correa, how well he's fit in here early on, and even when he wasn't hitting, showing his value defensively, showing his value in the dugout, showing his value as a leader. Now he's hitting in a huge way, and he's just creeping back up. Like Pretty soon he's going to be at his career line, which is a 20 to 25% above league average hitter. In his best years, gets up to 30% better than league average and a terrific platinum glove shortstop, a 6-7 win player if he plays 140 games. That's who Carlos Correa is. He's back. I mean, he's done struggling. He just crushed a homer to center field tonight. And now you have, this was the hope at the beginning of the year, the Twins are 15-10 and 10 with Correa just now getting going. Jorge Polanco still hasn't gotten off the schneid. Byron Buxton has, has sat a lot in the early going, the knee injury, and now not playing every day. I don't expect him to play every day anyway, even when he's healthy, but he's still working his way back. Now you have a Correa who's, who's crushing. You have Byron Buxton, healthy, pretty much healthy. Jorge Polanco's got to get going. At the beginning of last year, he was also terrible and then ended up being the team MVP. What is the rest of the lineup, though? Because you need Larnick to continue. You need Jose Miranda to step right in. And Miguel Sano left a lot to be desired in his spot. But you'd love to see Miranda step in and be an instant contributor. And I said I think he will be and, and you know could and will be for the Twins. But you need Gary Sanchez. Ryan Jeffers with that big three-run homer last night. You need them to step up. A lot of the story this year is going to be about the bottom of the lineup. The Twins are going to have success when the bottom of the lineup hits because they pick up for each other. When Buxton is not hitting, the bottom of the lineup picks up. When Correa is not hitting, it's Buxton. And then the bottom of the lineup picks up when, when either one sits. And that's when they're a good team offensively. You can't rely on Buxton and Correa, but the offense will go as far as Buxton and Correa take it because they have the highest upside. And Polanco's in that mix as well. But Kepler, Sanchez, Jeffers, 
you know, Larnick, Miranda, all super important pieces of this lineup and, and important pieces of the defense. Miranda at first tonight, not good. Like just flat out, not good at first base. And he's stepping onto a first place team and you need to make those plays. You need to make that catch. You need to take your time and be patient making that throw. He's learning. He's 23. He's in his major first major league series right now on the road. Again, for a first place team, Carlos Correa is sitting at shortstop. He's got Buxton in center. He's probably just wild by the whole experience. I, I expect Jose Miranda to contribute, and I will continue to say that. Giovanni Moran makes his season debut. I really like Moran because I love a pitcher or a hitter who, despite their handedness, hits both sides, either hits both arms as a pitcher or can get righties and lefties out on the mound. Giovanni Moran in the, in the minors shut down lefties because of his ridiculous changeup. I think his changeup is a top three pitch in the whole system for the twins. I think his changeup is a, a Frisbee. I, you saw it tonight, a lot of swings and misses thought he looked really good. Problem has been his command, but fastball is up changeups down in a way to righties. That's why his reverse splits are the way that they are. He just shuts down right-handers. And then lefties, it's been interesting. Lefties have hit him better because he doesn't have a reliable slider. But as a lefty, I'll take that matchup all day long. He's still left-handed. Like I, I, I trust reverse splits with a large enough sample. But someone like Tyler Clippard for the Twins, who got lefties out better than righties as a right-handed pitcher, I, I still felt comfortable with him out there against righties because – it's still righty righty. It's still a disadvantage for the hitter, unless it's, you know, Mike Trout or the best hitters in the game. If you are a reliable reliever and you have the stuff to get both righties and lefties out, which Giovanni Moran has, I feel comfortable against both righties and lefties. And I think that Moran can fill a multi-inning role a la what Yohan Duran's doing right now. I think he could do the same thing and not kind of get guys out and, and dazzle the way Duran does, but efficient, Griffin Jacks does it as well. Twins are prioritizing guys in the back end, I think, who can give them multiple innings. You saw Danny Coulomb go for multiple innings tonight. You've seen Caleb Diobar go for multiple innings, but more so Duran and Moran, where you're thinking, okay, they're going to get two innings here in a close ball game or in a semi-close ball game. I think Moran can be that guy as Duran is. It's a bad loss for the Twins. I mean, Bundy was bad. The defense wasn't good. But let's see how they bounce back tomorrow. I can't wait. Go Twins. Thanks for making Locked on Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the Major League's past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. I will not be here tomorrow, but I will be here on Friday. We had a Sunday episode, so I'm sticking to the five, but I'm graduating, so things are getting a little crazy here. I'll keep you in the loop. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back on Friday, and we'll talk to you then.